What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the New Media Podcast. I'm your host, Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the last episode because, as always, today is going to be an even better episode. I got the whole crew with me. Everybody's in the house today. And Super Bowl Sunday is finally upon us, ladies and gentlemen. By the time you're listening to this episode, which will be releasing today, it'll be Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow. And so in this episode, we're going to keep it very short and sweet for you guys. We're going to pretty much get straight to our predictions, give our Reasons why we have why we're leaning towards a, a certain way, you know, Super Bowl MVPs and a whole bunch of other predictions. But with that being said, before we jump into all of that, temperature check. How's everybody doing? Man, it's been a long season, but we're finally here. You know, Super Bowl day. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the 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 prediction that I wanted to happen. Obviously, when you're rooting for your own team, but ultimately, I think if everybody had these two teams in the Super Bowl to start the season. I think it would have been a good prediction. And it, I mean, Chiefs versus Niners, who else? It's not really that hard to predict. I know a lot of people had other teams, maybe the Bengals, uh, maybe the Eagles, but, you know, Chiefs versus 49ers, not a bad take at all. <sighs> hey, man, full, full year done with football. I despise the Niners making, making it here. It's always going to be fucked them. I feel like, you know, you already know my take on this game. But uh, I think we're we're gonna be in uh, for 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 a nice game, you know. A lot, a lot of people down Brock Purdy, and a lot of people, you know, think Mahomes is gonna walk through and dominate. But we'll see what happens. Hey man, you know, well, and once NFL season has come to a close, we're almost right there at the finish line. I'm just hoping we get one final good game. A Super Bowl very similar to last year's. Last year's Super Bowl was very entertaining, so I'm hoping we can get a repeat of that of some sort. Uh, but, of course, let's go ahead and jump into our predictions, the whole reason why we're here recording this episode today. You know, as as we mentioned, as everybody knows, it's the San Francisco 49ers going up against the Kansas City Chiefs in Las Vegas. Who do you guys got and why? Well, I mean, looking back at that 2019 matchup between these two teams, uh, things have kind of flipped a bit. You know, the 49ers offense is a lot better now than it was then. Their defense is a little worse than it was then. The Chiefs offense is worse now compared to then, but their defense is a lot better now compared to then. And really, the obviously, the, the biggest difference uh, for me in this matchup is I think Patrick Mahomes is even better now than he was then. You know, maybe they don't have as many huge plays that they as they used to have you know, back in 2018, 2019. But Mahomes is as refined as can be. You know, he's protecting the football. Even in these games where Bill's second half, they weren't really getting any points, but he was protecting the football. You know, the Ravens game, they weren't getting any points in that second half. He was protecting the football. You know, he's playing smart football. He's not playing backyard football as he was then. You know, and I, I feel like now he's as refined as can be. And so my ultimate pick in this matchup is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think their defense, their pass defense, is enough to limit the threats that this 49ers team has. I know that there is going to be huge emphasis on running the game, but I feel like too much of what I've seen from the 49ers is abetting the run too early. You know, Christian McCaffrey's not getting the ball as much as he should be. I think that Kyle Shanahan has a tendency to kind of abandon the run when he notices that they're trailing. And the Niners just don't do well when they go down a touchdown. And that's just the reality of things. And so I feel like teams haven't punished them yet, yet enough, you know, for, for them trailing going to a fourth quarter. But, you know, when you're against a Patrick Mahomes team, Patrick Mahomes doesn't make much mistakes. You know, he goes for the kill shot every time. And Travis Kelsey, this, these playoffs, I mean, he's back to doing what he does. And so he's going to be a matchup problem all night long for this team. You know, Rasheed Rice is going to be underneath contributor. You know, these wide receivers aren't that great at all. But, you know, the Chiefs defense has – made it a point to to keep them in the games in the second half. And so 
my pick is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be the difference here. Uh, no shock to me because I think he's going to be able to take whatever the defense gets uh, gives him, and that's going to be the deciding factor. I 100% agree with you, Abdi. I'm, you know, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Bias aside, although, you know, I very, very much hate the 49ers. I just really think, you know, as you brought up the last matchup, I just think this Kansas City team is much different than it was last time. Obviously, Mahomes is much a much better player, but I feel like this defense has has stepped up and evolved to another level where they've been, you know, playing phenomenally well for this team this whole year. And they, you know, some some games or a lot of games, they have showed up and played, you know, made some big, big stops, key stops. And I feel like this, this is compared to the two defenses the Niners have played, the, the Lions and the Packers, I feel like this defense is very sound. You know, if they get an opportunity to, to, get, a, to, to get a turnover or, you know, to make a, a mistake happen, they can make that happen. And we've seen it with against Lamar Jackson. You know, they forced three turnovers against them. They played very well that second half and the first half defensively. They, you know, essentially they took out the best thing that the, the Ravens do, run the ball. I mean, you know, they forced them not to run the ball. They were sending blitzes. They were forcing Lamar Jackson out of the pocket to make, you know, to make plays on his foot, to make plays with his arm. And essentially he couldn't. And I feel like, you know, in this game, it's going to be the same thing. Like I mentioned, the Niners, you know, they tend to go away from the run early on in the game. And can Purdy, you know, stand stand through that fire? You know, it's going to be – this is the third game. It's the biggest game of his career. And I feel like, you know, with the Kansas City team and the, the way their defense is playing, it's going to be a little different for him this time. I, you know, compared to the two other defenses, I feel like this Kansas City defense is a much, much better defense. You know, this is a top-five defense. And, hey, they got, they got one of the best players in the league, you know, commanding that offense. They got Mahomes. So, for me – Key points that defense is going to show up, and Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. You know, he's not going to leave no kill shots. He's not going to make no mistakes. He's going to show up, and he's going to ball out. And for the Niners, you know, for them to to have an opportunity to win this game and you know show up, but like they just got to go off CMC, man, run the ball with CMC, get the ball to Debo, get the ball to you guys in open field, and see what happens. But Brock Purdy got to stand through that fire. I can't wait. Uh, this this prediction for me was 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 one that was extremely hard. I mean, I think obviously this is, this is a good Super Bowl matchup between these two teams. We saw a little bit of it what four years ago in, in the same exact spot, but it's just two completely different situations as as you mentioned, Abdi. You know, the, the Niners got have gotten a lot better offensively, but worse, a little worse defensively, and vice versa for the same thing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but you know, I, I didn't necessarily want to have to pick a prediction a team for this game. You know, I just want to sit here and enjoy it as a casual fan because, I, as I, as you guys all know, I'm not the biggest Mahomes guy. And so I really don't want to have to, to bet against him. But, you know, if there's ever a time that I, I, had to, I, had, I was going to bet against him, I think now would be the perfect time to. Uh, you know, I failed, what, three, four straight picks, actually three in a row uh, leading up to this point. But I'm going to go – I'm just going to go ahead and go with the San Francisco 49ers. I think everything so far – in their postseason run has aligned perfectly for them. You know, nothing has been easy. Nothing has been given to them. You know, everything has been earned completely. You know, when you go for, to that Green Bay game where they had to march down the field and get a, you know, game-winning touchdown drive and they had to force Jordan Love into some turnovers. Next thing you know, you have to play a red-hot Detroit Lions team in the NFC Championship game where you have to, you know, come back from 17 down to, to win that game and pretty much shut them out in, in the second half completely. So, you know... To get to this point, the Niners have shown that they're a battle-tested team. So it's like I mentioned in our last episode, you know, everything that they've gone through so far has pretty much prepared them, 
you know, for this matchup against Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, once again, they're in the Super Bowl. And even though they've had – this is the worst version of the Kansas City Chiefs we've ever seen so in, in their dynasty run so far. It's still a very, very good team. But defensively, it's just – in their past, their past game, their past defense, one of the best. But their running defense isn't necessarily the greatest. And the Buffalo Bills had the blueprint. You know, we that 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 was the closest matchup so far for this Kansas City Chiefs team in their in their playoff run. And the Miami Dolphins couldn't do it. The Baltimore Ravens went away from it completely, even though that's their whole identity. But for the Buffalo Bills, when they played the Kansas City Chiefs, they showed everybody that you know we can run the ball on this team. And then after that, that'll open up some opportunities in the passing game. But Unfortunately, it was just wasn't enough for that Bills team. But for the Niners, I think it's going to be extremely different because, number one, you have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the whole reason why you brought Christian McCaffrey over here to the Bay Area was for to, for you to run him to the ground in a position like this. You know, Christian McCaffrey, as great as he is as a player, you know, all with all the injury history that he's had in, throughout his career, you know, this is the moment, you know, this is the mo- this is his time, time to, to, to shine, you know, even though he's been great all season long. You know, for one final game, the game plan for the Niners is pretty much simple. It's you get the ball in, in CMC's hands and you let him you let him do his thing. And once he gets tired with Kyle Shanahan and his his smart mind and his his offensive playbook, you could switch things up and throw Debo into the mix as well. You could throw a little bit of Juwan Jennings. But at the end of the day, for Kyle Shanahan, you know, this is this is pretty much the final straw for him, you know, because I feel like if he's not able to capitalize on this opportunity. There's never going to be another opportunity again because uh, with how talented this roster is, with how much better offensively you are in comparison to the last time you were here, you know, it's now or never. And so, you know, you don't necessarily have to deal with a quarterback like Jimmy G that, that you know, held you back for, in certain spots where you had to kind of cater towards him and, you know, baby him in a certain way. You have you can you can rely on Brock Purdy. You can trust Brock Purdy, you know, but in the end, you know, you have to just give CMC the ball and start him off early. And then the offense will work out itself from there. You want to take as much pressure off it from Brock Purdy as you possibly can, because if you make it a Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes matchup, that's a matchup that I'm not comfortable at, uh, you know, saying that Mahomes, uh, that Purdy can win. You know, I can't, I can't comfortably say uh, Brock Purdy is going to come out with the W in that situation. I think it's going to take a, a, a complete team effort on that offensive side of the ball with a lot of the pressure and a lot of the, you know, the weight being carried on CMC's shoulders, because I I think, like I said, the Kansas City Chiefs run defense, it's a little bit shaky. And you have the best running back in the league, you might as well just run him to the ground because this is the last game. There's nothing, there's nothing that you could, you know, possibly have to worry about in the future, you know, empty out the gas tank. And Brock Purdy, if you need him to make a couple of plays in, in against this past defense, you know, you got the weapons. You have Debo, you have Ayuk, you have Kittle. You know, you could you could work outside of that, but it's pretty much simple for me. So I think this game is going to come down to CMC. Uh, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a very extremely high scoring game. I think both these teams might end up somewhere. I want to say like high mid to high twenties. So if I had to put a score on it, I would probably say thirty one to twenty eight, uh, San Francisco. Uh, but that's 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 definitely been that's my, my prediction. You know, like I, I can't, you know, I can't sit here and count on Patrick Mahomes. And as, as tough as it is, you know, I, I I will do it in this spot. And I just think if if Kyle Shanahan sticks to the game plan that I have in mind for this team, uh, all should be well. I think this this Niners defense, 
their front seven has to has to do a great job at getting after Patrick Mahomes. That's 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 number one. You know, you, you can't let Patrick Mahomes have all the time in the world and to dance in that pocket and wait for guys to you know get open and downfield because you know this Niners secondary is barbecue chicken, but their front seven is where they make their money at. So guys like Bosa, guys like Chase Young, and uh, their linebacker duo in uh, Green Line and, and Fred Warner have to have to show up. But um, uh, how confident do you feel about the Niners if they go into this fourth quarter trailing? Do you feel like they can still pull it out? I think they can. I think they can. Oh, how confident? How confident am I on a scale from one to ten? Probably five. Probably five. So not too, not too confident, but you know, a little bit, a little have a little bit of confidence in them. I think it's just because the fact that you have to put up points on this Kansas City Chiefs defense, and then if it's the fourth quarter, you probably got to throw the ball a little bit more than you would in the first quarter when you were down, and so. Just having, just having to see how the game is going along so far for Brock Purdy, being down is no is no issue. It's nothing that he's ha- he hasn't seen before. But obviously, there's a lot of pressure that's going to be on his shoulders in the, in the fourth quarter if he's down. Uh, you know, obviously with it being the Super Bowl and it being uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and this Kansas City Chiefs pass defense. But uh, I think you know at the end of the day, uh, this is like I said, everything that they've gone through so far. Uh, has pretty much prepared them uh, for this type of moment. And so, you know, even though it might be on the highest stage, the Niners have seen it all. So they, ha- they haven't had a, comf- a comfortable road uh, to get to this point. So, the, you know, at the end of the day, things may be a little bit tough, but, you know, I, I, I just per- I personally, I just see them getting this one and pulling it out. Uh, you know, the Kansas, City, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they've, they've had a hell of a run, you know, where you beat Miami, you beat Buffalo, you beat Baltimore, the Red Hot Ravens, you know, where you know, two, of the, two out of those three games were on the road and, uh, you know, now they've gone here, and everybody didn't necessarily think they'd get here. But uh, I think personally, the road the road ends here, uh, and then for for this Kansas City Chiefs team, you know, they're probably going to the offseason looking for you know a receiver and stuff like that. But for this specific matchup, I got the Niners winning, uh, thirty-one to twenty, thirty-one twenty-eight. Uh, and then I think for my Super Bowl MVP, uh, it won't be Brock Purdy; it'll be CMC. You know, CMC having the day, you know, having a great game. Uh, and that, this is this is probably like I said, it's his moment. It's his time to win. Uh, and, and everybody has has always said, you know, it's not Brock Purdy leading this team. It's it's all the weapons around him, you know, with uh, Debo to Ayuk to Kittle to CMC at the top of the list. This offensive line, Trent Williams, and you know their defense and their front seven. But you know, for this Super Bowl game, it's going to fall on the shoulders of CMC. And if they want to win, it goes through him. That's the only way. I think mine would probably end up being Patrick Mahomes, just because I don't see a, a person on the Kansas City receiving core going off for an absolutely huge game. You know, Travis Kelsey probably have like 80 90 yards possibly a touchdown but no it's nothing it's nothing that that'll amount to you know him ending up with the super bowl mvp unless he ends up with like 150 and two touchdowns which i don't think is likely in this kansas city chiefs offense that hasn't been as explosive as it used to be but you know patrick Mahomes probably going to be my my super bowl mvp i think he's the guy that's going to be obviously the, the biggest difference maker on the field the best player on the field for both teams matter of fact and so for him you know coming into this matchup he has a lot to prove you know just the amount of struggles that they've gone through this year you know being on the road constantly throughout this playoffs and then just absolutely proving everybody wrong i think this is a huge, you know, boost to his his legacy. So he's going to be my Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I'll probably say Patrick Mahomes as well. Um, it's tough to go against him, and it's like unless Kelsey or Pacheco, somebody that has like a big day with 120 yards or two tugs or something like that, 
other than that, to me, it's going to be Mahomes. Maybe somebody on the defense. Who knows? I was I was watching ESPN first take earlier this week, and they they asked the they po- they posed a very interesting question. They said, you know, should the NFL like move move away, you know, from giving the Super Bowl MVP award to quarterbacks and try to reward it, you know, other players that are playing in the game from different positions, you know, because it's pretty common for a Super Bowl MVP to be a quarterback. You know, the last last time I uh, a non quarterback won was what what Julian Edelman when the Patriots won. I may be wrong there, but you know, then we, then the Seattle defensive player when they beat the Broncos, but it's you said not when was the last time a non-offensive player won it. A like non-quarterback, a just a non-quarterback in general. Who won it? I know. Who won it for the Rams? Was it Matthew Stafford or is this Cooper Cup? I don't remember. I think it I, was I, it Cooper I, Cup. It might have been uh, Cooper Cup. I'm not gonna lie. Who was it? I could have sworn it was Cooper yes, Cup. Yes, yes, yes. Cooper Cup, yes, you were right. MVP too? What's up? James White. Did he? Was I know Julian Edelman definitely won in that Rams game. That Rams game, he won. James White. James White, Super Bowl MVP. That's kind of crazy. I know he had three touchdowns. No, he didn't. No, 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 no. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady, Tom Brady had four, 466, uh, yeah, two tugs in a, in a pick. Like the last time a defensive player won, it was probably Von Miller or something. Yeah, Von Miller. Uh, it was yeah, Von Miller. my last time a defensive player won it. Malcolm Smith back to back, I think. Oh, you yeah, yeah, Malcolm Smith did win it 2014. That one year. Yeah, so that, that that was the question that they posed. You know, should the NFL, can, you know, kind of gear away from, you know, just giving out the court, the Super Bowl MVP to the quarterback? I mean, I feel, like, I feel like obviously there's going to be a slight bias to, to quarterbacks, but I feel like – since it's just a singular game, they're gonna view out how much impact you had. Like Von Miller had that huge play in that that Super Bowl. You know, Malcolm Smith had a huge play in in that Super Bowl. So they're just gonna look at you know how much impact. You know, Nick Bosa he might end up with a strip sack. You know, stuff like that, little plays like that. He might have a strip sack that leads to a touchdown. I think they're gonna look at it as a singular play thing. I think they're gonna remove the bias of the MVP type bias where it's strictly a quarterback thing. Obviously, there's slight bias, but at the end of the day, I think they're just gonna look at which player. You have a has most most memorable play of the game, which you know might go to that defensive player. That's fair. My last question before we get out of here and we close out this short episode: What would a third Super Bowl do for Mahomes' legacy? I mean, like, there's not like what else is there left to say after that? You know, people came into the saying, "Well." You know, he hasn't played on the the road. You know, that was a everybody was like, okay, Patrick Mahomes on the road. Let's see, like, if he's really like that. He beats the Dolphins, and then he has another rematch with Josh Allen. He beats him. You know, and then everybody's saying, well, you know, it's a number one seed. Now he's at Lamar Jackson's home. You know, this is the MVP, the guy who just won his second MVP. You know, let's see how he does against him. He beats him, and then now he's going up against the best team in the NFC, and he beats them as well. I mean, you can't really say anything after that. Like, what question marks can you really have about Patrick Mahomes after that? Not the slightest. You know, he's done it throwing the ball, getting 50 touchdowns in a season. He's done it doing 35 touchdowns in a season, protecting the football. He's done it efficiently. I mean, like, that's really it. There's nothing to say about him after that. Hey, man, he already know me too, man. He's chasing the ghost right now, you know? He's chasing Tom Brady. It's just going to add to his resume. There's really not much you can say against it, like, He's done everything. He showed everything. He just he keeps on getting better and better every single year. And it, it just adds to the resume, whether it's an MVP one year, whether it's a Super Bowl win or another Super Bowl MVP in his pocket. He's really top two. 
and I, he already cemented it. It's really you really can't say much about that. Yeah, his legacy is secured, man. Really Patrick awesome. Mahomes is, is currently 28 years old. If he secures his third Super Bowl by by age 28, I'm I'm a little worried from from my go Tom Brady, man. And I, and I'll and I'll personally just leave it at that. Um, but with that being said, uh, any final words before we close out this episode and uh, enjoy ourselves a nice football game tomorrow? A Brock Purdy Super Bowl is bad for the sport. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Bad Ooh, for the sport. Niner Super Bowl is bad. Niner Super Bowl is also bad for the sport. Oh man, a Brock, a Brock Purdy Super NFC, Bowl. I don't think we'll see you in the next episode if Brock Purdy comes away with this Super Bowl. I will not be there, bro. I will not be there. Me neither. You can bring all the Niner fans. I'll not be there, man. And no call, no show, man. But hey, you know, as always, we're we're all hoping for an amazing Super Bowl, regardless of who the winner is. Uh, as long as as long as it's entertaining uh, to us, that's all that matters. But you know, with that being said, I'll, clo- I'll go ahead and close out this episode here. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We really appreciate your love and support. We'd greatly appreciate it if you like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at New Media Podcast. And for those of you that are watching us on YouTube. All of our social media handles will be at the end of this video. And if you're listening to us on Apple and Spotify, if you go to our Instagram page at New Media Podcast, you'll be able to navigate yourself to all of our social media handles there. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.